welcome to Explorations in Professional Wrestling. Our first interview is with the world's sweetest man, Jervis Cottonbelly. Can we talk a little bit about your background? Uh, what would you like to know? You were born in 1877, is that correct? Actually, it was 1887. 1887, I apologize. 1887, yes, but there's a bit of a confused. Uh, the thing is, I stopped aging uh, after the episode, so I, I, I guess that uh, has confused people, so I, I've never really come keen on the whole uh, subject, to be honest. And in truth, uh, there's a lot about my history that, um, well, I think for now, will remain in the closet in... in uh, hidden from the general public. Okay. Uh, it's, it's a bit too disturbing to really uh, get into. When did you notice that you stopped aging? Uh, roughly in my, my 20s, I would say. 20s. Um, yes, hard to say exactly when. Uh, no, actually, it's very easy to say. Uh, Within around my 24th year. Okay. All right. um, so that's why my physique has stayed uh, rather young. You know, at times I've gotten a bit out of shape and back in shape, but for the most part I stayed rather, you know, on the level. Yeah, I, uh, I'd, I'd say you look great for being born in 1887. Oh, well, thank you, my friend. So you grew up in England, is that correct? Uh, yes. And when did you come to the United States? Well, I actually came to the United States um, I was Around the turn of the century, I'd say 1901, I believe, was my first trip. Okay. All right. And when did you begin uh, wrestling? Uh, well, I began grappling um, informally, really. Uh, I, I began traveling with a circus because, you see, uh, I was raised uh, by a very wealthy family uh, in Lancashire. And, uh, you know, I tell people I'm from London because that seems to be what... Uh, that's what I wish I were from, but really I was born in Lancashire, uh, on a hillside. And uh, my family was very wealthy. Uh, I traveled and I joined the circus. Truth be told, I never felt right being cooked up and searched in all the time. I didn't think that that was a life for me, so I, I went out and joined the circus. And, uh, it was there that I found grappling. I was fascinated by it just taken by it. So I naturally began trying my hand at, uh, you know, the local circus strongman. Uh, eventually, uh, it, it came to the point where uh, they decided to teach me. So I was taught by the early circus hands of the, uh, the early century uh, carnies, I suppose you could say. That's what they refer to now in, in the States. We, we recently did some previous articles and they, they featured uh, Frank Gotch, for one, and, and, yes. and a little later on we, we talked about Gorgeous George. Did you ever have any run-ins with these gentlemen? Well, you know, Mr. Gotch, uh, he was a bit of a brisk, uh, brusque fellow. Um, he was rather rough around the edge, uh, if that makes sense. But Gorgeous George, now there's a man I know very well, and um, if Frank Gotch was rough around the edges, Gorgeous George was... Really around the edges, I suppose. Um, but 
road was a man. And what many people forget is that he could really grapple. Because uh, originally he fell in with a group of shooters. Uh, and that's where he learned his craft. And after learning, he decided that he needed to dress it up a bit and give it some pageantry because there were too many men out there in trunks. And quite frankly, I think that the same thing is happening today. Uh, there's just too many wrestlers out there wearing trunks and kick pads and uh, lopping each other in the chest with giant roundhouses. And quite frankly, wrestling needs a bit more pageantry and a bit more color. Excellent. So Godric Lord really brought that to the table. Uh, but I don't know if I'm running grappling wise. I never had the privilege of grappling either. At least not on record. Have you worked with uh, Marion Fontaine? You you would be an excellent tag team, I think. forward to it. Uh, are there any other professional wrestlers you would love to work with? William Regal. That, that's an excellent one. Cogabana going to interview you? You know, I don't know. I've been asking him about it, so he seems to uh, give me the shoe every time. That's when he runs out of more interesting books, uh, I'll get to sit down with him. He, he, does, he does get some very interesting guests. Not, not that there's many people more interesting than yourself. I would disagree with that. You're just very modest. Um, so who would you say is the greatest professional wrestler of all time? Not necessarily your favorite. Maybe we'll ask that question next. So make it a two-part question. The greatest and your favorite. Of all time.
Is there anybody that you think that they're so interesting that they embody the claim that professional wrestling is the most interesting entertainment genre? He's very interesting. I can only think of, of, of one time with him. Exactly. <laughs> Estonian friend of Thunderfrog gets a lot of flack for um, the way he speaks, but I mean, when you consider that he's a giant frog, I mean, he really speaks phenomenally. He speaks very eloquently for a giant frog. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I actually have Are there any uh, promotions that you would like to work for in the future? Uh, but really, if I'm speaking more independent level, 
We've already covered this a little bit, um, but uh, your your moniker is the world's sweetest man, correct? Yes. Um, why do you think professional wrestling needs someone who's gentlemanly and sweet? There's too many brutes, too many men who just want to beat each other up and bloody each other silly. Uh, not enough sweetness. You know, I think that sweetness is often taken for granted in the real world, and there's not enough sweetness. So I, I took some time thinking about this, and, and I tried to come up with, if you're the sweetest man, who would be the opposite of you? What is your... The antithesis, The, the antithesis, yes. <laughs> what is your opinion on New Jack? That's who I came up with. No comment. No. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> That's probably smart. That's probably that's probably smart. I mean, the, you know, the second we say anything, his his music would play and it would just never stop. So that that's probably that's probably a smart thing to say. Um, so going back to the world's sweetest man thing, um, you you've teamed with Estonian Thunder Frog as Thunderbelly. Uh, I think those two things make you very qualified to answer the next question. Do you think the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, could lift the Estonian Thunderfrog's hammer? Never. 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 Never, never. But you know, did you know that there's a t-shirt coming soon? A title, somebody's going to get their hands in. That's excellent. <laughs> we'll be sure to look out for that. <laughs> All right. Um, so my my last question, and and then we'll go on to um, a few questions that have been posed on social media. Um, you you formed a team with uh, Mike Holmes called the Gentlemen's Club. Are there any similarities with this Gentlemen's Club and Chuck Taylor's Gentlemen's Club? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. I heard on a, a previous interview that you did with um, uh, Daniel Matheson, who, who actually posted a question for you, um, oh, that, that perhaps you, you would be interested in joining the Gentleman's Club, but yeah, Chuck Taylor was hesitant.
to uh, take what they once were and become something better, you know, and to, to really change themselves. It doesn't have to be for someone who is always equal, you know. I think that I could get into the Denver Club and teach them how to get properly. Could you imagine the, the orange Cassidy <laughs> running around in a proper suit and tie? No. He, he may look more put together, but I don't know if he could ever be more put together. <laughs> you know, you see, looking put together is half the battle sometimes. Well, yeah. <laughs> so I'm a boy person, rather. Well, you see, all of that, uh, you know, what people speak. Absolutely. Brilliant. I would love to show the gentleman's club how to do all right, so uh, Daniel Matheson, who you can follow on Twitter at ProGrapsLady, uh, she, she posted a question, and uh, th this isn't my idea. This is her idea. Uh, she wanted to ask you, do you have Prince Albert in a can? Yes. Excellent, excellent, excellent. I, I refuse to follow up the the rest of that answer. What's your guys' answer? That's ex that's expected. No, no, nothing. It's 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 a silly joke that that nobody really understands because it became outdated many many years ago. Although maybe you would you would understand it since since you're very old. Um, you, you have, you have. Um, so, uh, uh, Jason, <laughs> Jason Whipke on Facebook asks, why wrestling over other acting or sport? Mm, very, very good. I feel that wrestling provides me just the right amount of creativity, just the right amount of athleticism, and I get to mash them up where they need it into right in the center. So, professional wrestling is the perfect melting pot of all my entertainment endeavors. Great answer. And I'm I'm a little bit hesitant to ask this final question. Um, oh, I can answer pretty much any question. And I I can probably say that you'll you'll be able to guess who it's from without me saying who it's from. Oh, yeah. So the question is, how does it feel? to beat a man six against one. You know, it's funny. I wrestled Paul four times now. He cheated three of them. Yes. But did you know that we wrestled the third day of Thursday, August 1st in Reading, Pennsylvania? Yes. Yes. On that day, Herbert grabbed my head, put them down, and I wrestled him six against one over the top. And I could not only, you know, watch it so many times that all I see without my friends, the Duchess of Fairfield, to provide us with a few extra referees to make sure that there were no shenanigans. And I suppose God wasn't to take that the wrong way when he saw that, you know, he was in here. 
and you know, you know, I, and I think it's in his nature to cheat. And that is a distinct difference, yes. I think we all need a bit of gentlemania in our lives. All right, so um, would you like to uh, plug anything or any upcoming events that you would like to announce? And when is this? August 24th. All right. And uh, you're, you're very social. can follow you pretty much everywhere at Jervis Cotton Belly. At Gentleman Jervis. Okay. Um, uh, you, you've got uh, uh, Facebook. You've got uh, an About Me page. Twitter, Tumblr, yes. All right. Well, thanks so much for talking to us today, Jervis. Thank you very much, Mr. Wolf. I greatly appreciate your time. We'd like to thank Jervis Cottonbelly for a great first interview. We'd also like to thank Jason Whippy on Facebook, Daniel Matheson, who you can follow on Twitter, at ProGrapsLady, as well as the dastardly Juan Francisco de Coronado, who you can follow at JuanFD Coronado. We did have some technical difficulties during the interview. As a result, you can read the rest of the interview at our website, explorationsinprowrestling.tumblr.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash explorationsinprowrestling and on Twitter at explorewrestling, that's explore without the E in the beginning, X-P-L-O-R-E wrestling. Thanks.